0: Good morning, and welcome to Project Walkabout, episode 8! I'm super excited this morning because we have an awesome, super special guest star this week. (laughs) He is the friend who permitted me the use of his swanky condenser mic for the Zero episode. He is is also the friend that wrote the lovely theme that we will be starting to use beginning with this episode, so it's the theme you just heard, okay, cool, yeah, mm-hmm. that, he did I mean, that, yeah. and so we're gonna talk to him about his awesome music stuff this morning, okay? Charles Samuel Jr. Hi. in the house!
1: Right, hi, yes, hi, my name is Charles, thank you very much, Becca, and I guess I go by the name of Techno Centurion on the internet? Because the internet loves aliases, and they... Yes, they do. They, they hate when you start using real names. Down with and Anemone. anonymity. Um, as... Anemone. Anemone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm
0: no, so... I'm thinking of uh, Finding Nemo. I want to keep that in, because I'm thinking of Finding Nemo.
1: <laughs> next, next movie you should review. So, yeah. Anyway, I do music stuff on the internet. Uh, do Fiverr.com stuff have a patreon thing so i like just making music for fun but sometimes it's it's nice to get paid for it but yeah
0: yeah i have questions oh okay cool so how long have you been doing your music stuff Um, how did you get started with your music stuff how did baby trolls get going with music
1: Baby Charles got going with music ever since my parents bought, like, one of those old-style piano things. You know, the ones that sound like the really creepy ones in, like, horror movies. Oh, God, and, yeah. You know, those ones where it sounds like a little child's piano, like, ecbt <laughs> And you're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to be killed right now. One of those. One of those. And so I play that every day, and I just loved it. And my little brother um, got so annoyed with me with that, he just decided to pour water all in it well no it was juice actually you poured juice all over in it oh my god stuck the keys that's so mean yeah you know but it was it was fine uh from then you know my parents saw that i could do music stuff and decided that you know the most logical thing to do for a person who loves to play piano and instruments is to sing so you know i did singing in, in church and stuff and that mm-hmm. was that was cool and did plays and everything else and then after I did singing for a while, my parents were like, well, you know what, this is great for a person who loves to play piano. The greatest thing that we should do now is get him violin lessons for seven years. So, I did Okay, how did that go?
0: <laughs> and how, okay, so how first of all, how old was Baby Charles? We're, we're using the term Baby Charles. How old were you when you had this toy piano?
1: Okay, when I had the toy piano, maybe about three. Maybe three Oh, wow. Yeah, I was really little. I and did. then,
0: like, how old were you when you began the violin lessons and how did you feel about it oh my god um
1: violin didn't start till i was about 11 12 Mm -hmm. um and then uh from there i i didn't really feel a lot of good things about the violin Mm -hmm. Um, i particularly hated the way it sounded um i couldn't play it as well as i'd like to and although it was a good instrument i can make you know sounds with it I had a really hard time following music stuff. I am a tad dyslexic when it comes to uh, instruments and and reading in general. So when you have to take a note, read it on a line, and then output a, the note that corresponds with it at the same time, that process for me is incredibly difficult and horribly slow. Mm -hmm. I have to memorize music beforehand and play it from, play from memory um rather than uh, being able to sight rather read than being able to sight read yeah which really sucks when you're in an orchestra environment because they want you to um, be able to sight read right right yeah yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah
0: i know some music terms and stuff between uh, my sister was always into music and i had a music class in my homeschool group in high school so i do know a few musical terms so yeah
1: yeah it was uh, it was um not fun doing that, and then eventually, you know, my dad got um, one of those old Roland pianos, and then that—that that was pretty much it. You know, the ones that you can record and do stuff with. And stuff oh and stuff. yeah! I decided, okay, finally, I got you know the piano. What you the want? House, yeah, I want, and so um played on that a lot, and then recorded stuff, and annoyed my parents, and annoyed my brother, and he couldn't spill water on this one because. <laughs> cost my dad. a lot. Revenge of the Charles. Charles, indeed and then from there i had like um a windows pc that i just hooked up some microphones to went to radio shack and you know i just hooked up some microphones to and started recording the music that i like doing and it wasn't until i was like about 15 when i decided that i was going to listen to a piece of music and try and see if i can copy it Mm -hmm. and then from there you know, my first thing that I did was, like, The Legend of Zelda, and then I tried figuring out what the notes were, because I couldn't read the music anyway, so I tried mm-hmm. figuring out what the notes were, and then from there, um, it, it, the rest is history, I guess.
0: Yeah, and so is, do you mainly stick to piano, then? Because um, uh, that's a question I had written down, and you kind of already got into that a little <laughs> bit, like, what instruments do you play?
1: Okay, so I can play piano, guitar, not really that well. Violin. Uh, I can play trumpet. I haven't tried flute yet, but I hear it's pretty amazing. Helps you with the lip muscles, mm-hmm. which could be eh, useful later, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but um, and singing. I guess if you want to count your voice box as an instrument, which it is, you can just do. Something. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say I count. I totally count that as an instrument. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't sing much anymore, but in the shower, but.
0: but it's, it counts. Ooh, it counts. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what do you love about music? What is it that drives you into this passion that you have with music? It's a compulsion, really. You
1: know how some writers will tell you that, hey, um, you know, I, I enjoy
0: writing. And then his cat tried to be part of the podcast, but Charles would not allow it. And then we returned to being on topic. On with the show! So I would saying, tell you that if somebody were to ask me like why do I write? I'm like because if I don't I go crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Like if I don't make music, I I am very very agitated. Um it's it's something that needs to happen and it mm-hmm. needs to and I it gets in the way of a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Understandable. Understandable. I don't eat which is an, another thing. Ooh. So, like, not good.
1: I know. It, it's one of those things where you're like, I need to make this. And, you know, wife's like, hey, you need to come and eat dinner. I'm like, I need to finish this. But dinner? I need to finish this. You know, and sometimes she'll come in and say, hey, I want to cuddle and go to bed. I'm like,
0: music!
1: <laughs> so, you know, that, depending on, you know, your your view on addictions, that, that, um... That could surely qualify as one of those things. So for me, what I love about music is creativity and unpredictability. When Mm -hmm. you listen to people make music, um, for some people, they can listen to the same type of chord progressions, the same type of notes with different words, and for them, that's just perfectly fine. For me, whenever I listen to a song, I don't necessarily enjoy a song. I sort of enjoy the process of taking the song apart. Mm-hmm. In my head, you know, separating out the bass from the the trumpets, from the violins, from the guitar. And f- go do a reverse uh, reverse construction of the song. Sort of saying, mm-hmm. if I were to turn off this part of the bass, you know, what exactly. does the rest of the song sound like to me? Uh, the same way some writers would read books. They don't really enjoy reading books. They enjoy just taking the part And we pick person.
0: apart the plot, the characters, etc. How that's used. Right, mm-hmm.
1: so for for me that's just how it is It's just music is a thing that exists in my life And it's a thing that I need to do Otherwise I go crazy
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, and yeah, for for you out there listening Essentially what he's describing is that He, he hears things a lot of the rest of us do not um, If any of you guys have seen August Rush It's kind of like that Like he hears stuff that
1: that movie somewhere, yeah
0: Yeah, he hears things that a lot of the rest of us just do not hear. We don't have the ears for it. Just the way writers see things some other people might not. Mm -hmm. Alright guys, that is the episode for this week. This is going to be a two-part interview with Charles. We wound up talking a little bit longer than I had anticipated with his questions, and then he actually wound up... Having a few for me as well. So, look forward to part two of this interview next week. In the meantime, hit me up with any questions, suggestions, or otherwise at Sneaky Hobbit on Twitter. See you next week, guys. Laters.